Welcome to the Hypnotic Comic Live Show. Finding that entertainment without meaning isn't cutting it anymore? Do you want to feel deeply connected, yet lifted up into the heights of laughter? You found that place where comedy meets the full expansion of life's possibilities. Now, for your hypnotically comical host, Jenna Grayson! Oh my god. Yeah! What's up, motherfuckers? Hi, everybody. This is Jenna. Hi, you. This is Jenna. Um, I'm so excited at your host for today's show and every Monday live, made into a podcast on iTunes. We're on iHeartRadio. We're over, over 20, I think over 27 uh syndications internationally now and uh today's show is so exciting i'm really uh looking forward to what is going to unfold it's going to be super duper magical i have a super high vibrational brother um friend uh inspiration with me today um and uh, I feel like I should tell you a little bit about what I'm up to, too, before I go into my friend and inspiration, Peter Sterling. Um, I have a show coming up in March, but I haven't got my date yet at the Comedy Store. And looks like um, i got to pull up my email real quick, but I'm going to be at uh, the House of Blues in Orange County. I'm spreading out, people. I'm spreading out. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to be the House of Blues, Orange County. Um, where is that damn email? Do do do. Where's my background music? It's going to be the first weekend in March. Oh, here it is, March 10th. That's, I believe it's a Sunday night. Um, so if you guys want to come out for that show, you can go to the hypnotic com- uh, hypnoticcomic dot com, and uh, there'll be more information about the show there. So, enough about me. My guest today is the very successful and handsome, you're welcome, Peter, uh, Peter Sterling, and he's a pretty well-known internationally um, harpist. He's the only harpist that I know, which can sound pretty, you know, like like a obscure kind of a talent, but the really cool thing that I've known and always known about Peter is that he plays... Um, he himself is an instrument and is playing the, the harp as an instrument. And as the instrument himself, he's allowing the angels themselves, the non-physical angels to play through him, which um, can sound pretty out there, but you got to hear his stories why we got him on the show today. And he's up to some really exciting things these days. And I'm just super excited to hear what um, is inspiring Peter today. I'm going to give you a little background. Um, about Peter. Peter's uh, career as a recording artist began in 1994 with his first album called Harp Magic, which is also his website, harpmagic.com, released on the World Disc label. Um, Success came almost immediately as recording was nominated for the Best Instrumental Album Award um, 
by NAIRD. We're going to have to ask what the heck that is. It's an organization for independent musicians. His acclaim continued to grow exponentially in the 200s with multiple nominations from the prestigious website, New Age Reporter, Zone Music Reporter, including several nominations for Album of the Year. His albums consistently charted high up there in their uh, top 100, including grabbing the number one spot for his 2013 release, Twilight Serenade. While his recent works are released on his own Heart Magic label, including a 2018 album, this new album called Magic Kingdom, which sounds so magical, doesn't it? You know, Real Music, one of the giants of the new age music, released his Shadow, Mist, and Light album in 2005. His most recent recognition came in 2017 when he shared the Hollywood Music and Media Award for Best New Age Song. He is a new agey kind of guy. He's also a dad, lives in a beautiful house in Sedona, Arizona, and um, just got back from the mountains for a day trip today, I understand. Peter, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I know there's so much more we could be saying about you today, but we'll let the uh, conversation flow and um, see what unfolds. And, and I was, I have so many questions for you. So first of all, thank you so much, Peter, for joining us. Hi, Jenna. Thank you for having me. I'm, it's so exciting to be on the Jenna show. Yeah, it's the Jenna show. What do you mm-hmm. say? The Jenna show. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The Jenna show. This is going to be big. Big, thank you. So, oh, thank I'm, you. I'm great to be. I'm. I'm going to be able to say I knew you when. I knew you when. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah. You are. And I'll I'll wave at you and and look at you at the corner of my eye. No, cool. I'll give you a big yeah. hug. I'll give you a big big hug. I am. You're right. I I was on. I was skiing earlier when you when you uh, sent me the message to see if I could come on the show today. But now I'm maybe some of your listeners know where I am right now. I'm actually I drove down back to Sedona. I'm in Oak Creek Canyon, and I'm sitting at the Indian Gardens Market and Cafe in their back garden underneath the uh, sycamore trees here, looking up at the Red Rocks, um, oh, sitting my in God. the sunshine. It's nice. a beautiful day. So yeah, so I'm so wow. glad to be here. So yeah, very cool. Well, we will be um, absorbing some of that magic of the Red Rocks and the sunshine right where you are, and Definitely. Having just come down from the brisk mountains, energy yeah. through through you. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, and really to top cool. it all off, just, I was just yeah. going to say, just yesterday I was swimming in the in the deep uh, azure waters of the Caribbean on the Riviera Maya uh, down in near Tulum. So it's a life of contrast. I was on the sun burning on the beach on the soft sands of the Caribbean and now I'm up in the snowy mountains today so I'm just like I'm like, yeah, this is cool I like this kind of contrast it's nice man you've got the life you're living the life we gotta learn living how to live like you live like Peter I'm so grateful I'm so grateful <laughs> you know it's just yeah I got a lot of angels to thank for making it happen so yes you do thank you for bringing the angels up so you, i've always been super intrigued about your connections with the angels and like felt this real mystical energy around you and just wondered like you know how that came to be and you once did you did once tell me the story that um you were live a long time ago i imagine you were living in a van and um in sedona and that's where the angels came to you this is true this is true well i was 
I was called to Sedona in the late 80s. Um, I'd been living in Colorado in Aspen for about 10 years, and I was looking for a change after living a life as like a ski instructor and Rocky Mountain High and all that great lifestyle. And it was really wonderful, but I, there was something else in my heart. There was another calling, and I was always had artistic aspirations. So an opportunity to came to, come to Sedona opened up for me and through an invitation, and I... I drove down here in the springtime, and the first time, I, first moment I saw Oak Creek Canyon, and it literally brought tears to my eyes. It was, you know, I had nothing, I didn't know what I was to expect. I just heard rumors of this power spot in the Red Rocks of the Southwest, and this was before the internet, so I, we couldn't just Google it and research what was going on in Sedona. But anyway, first time I saw the Red Rocks, it had such a powerful impact on me. And, and it really felt like something I knew, like I had seen this place in my dreams, perhaps. I dreamed of it. And so it was really about remembering this place, a lot of it. And then along with this remembering was a greater memory of me through through some transcendental experiences I had. It came to me that I was to play the harp. And it came through a series of really, really powerful shamanic-like visions that I had here in my early days. And uh and it was there where I, I saw a great vision and heard the angels sing, and I saw them, and they were, we were able to communicate to each other, and they revealed to me that my mission in my life, which I was asking to be revealed to me, was to play the harp and channel the angels' music at this time uh, for the great awakening of planet Earth and how music and sound vibrations carry such strong energy and can, you know, create, you know, the change on the planet and society and culture, you know, revolution, music, song, and set off a revolution. So the new music coming in with the higher harmonics of the, you know, of the heavenly realms to help bring us into a new state of being, into an exalted state, an ascended state for humanity, our divine destiny and the light. So that's, you know, I always play the harp, and I was to be the musician of all of this. One of the musicians. We have many musician friends. We have, we probably all know that play beautiful, beautiful music that touches you and your heart and soul and has very high vibration. And, and so, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And, and then also doing my art here in, in Sedona. I have, as you said, I have a beautiful home and I have an art studio. I have my recording studio there and my art studio set up. And, and so my home is kind of like a little center there where I bring people over. I also do, um, you know, metaphysical tours here for a long time. And mm-hmm. I, I take people to the secret sacred spots here in my jeep and we go out in into the back country and we we find very special places to call in the energy and feel the energy and meditate and play the harp and hear the wind harp and crystal balls and do sound healing on my clients and then i bring them to my home and they see my art i might even play my big harp for them and and uh, all of that so it's a lot of fun it's kind of a metaphysical playground here in sedona yeah, that's so Can't wait so you get to come over, Jenna, and see my place. I have seen your place, Peter. Oh, you have been over? Okay. I have. Ah. I've it's seen been a your while. place. Better it's come been again. a while. It's been, it's been, too, been too long, Jenna. Come for a visit. It's been too long. But no, I remember your place. Oh, you've got this huge, beautiful house and big windowed walls overlooking those red rocks of Sedona. You were well provided for in this lifetime and uh, just um, such a beautiful space and place. And yeah, I'm really grateful to have experienced it and would definitely love to, to go, to go back there. And 
Um, I'm wondering if you would be willing to tell us a little bit more about what it means to have a transcendental experience or a shamanic vision. You, mm. you use those words, and I know mm. for you it's relatively normal because you've had the experience, and it's like those kinds of experiences will really teach you about an experience. And I think when it comes out just as words, and maybe if you know someone's listening and they, they've never had any kind of mm-hmm. experience like that before, if you could say like, kind of just give us some more information both about what that experience is like for you and like how we might be able to connect with an experience like that. Yeah. So I actually wrote a book called Hearing the Angels Sing, a true story of angelic assistance. And it is available on Amazon and iTunes and it's in the audio book as well. Not audio book, but e-book and hardcover and all that. Um, and I talk about what happened to me here. It was such a profound experience of what happened to me. I felt compelled that I had to, I had to tell the world <laughs> and write a book, you know, about what yes. happened to me. And um, so basically, you know, I, as I said, I, I was led here by, I was searching at the time. I was in my late 20s and I had spent like 10 years in Aspen. And there was an inner calling to, to bring forth you know, art, art, something creative from me. I'd always loved art. I'd always been creative, but I tried different things in the mainstream world and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I was searching at the time and I wanted to follow my bliss. You know, what is my heart really calling? Where's my joy? And, and there's always yeah. this calling to be an artist. And I imagine what if I could be a successful artist and live as an artist? So I decided yes. I would come, it opened up for me to come to Sedona and okay. um, set up my first art studio here and, and do my stained glass work. So so I came here to bring forth that. But what happened shortly thereafter, you know, I was I would explore the canyon wilderness here and, and just sit in the silence. And, and I started to receive a message. Spirit started speaking to me and saying that I'm going to go on a journey and that I'm going to go on a bit of a, a vision quest or a walkabout and that I'm going to release all of my possessions for the most part, and just allow spirit to take me on a journey, trusting my inner guidance, listening to my inner voice, and see where it takes me. And that I was to acquire a wagon camper van so that I could be completely free and self-sustained and have like a turtle with my shell and go wherever I needed. And so that's what I did. And I didn't know how long it was going to last, but, uh, I ended up living in my van for three years and sleeping most of the nights here in the canyons of Sedona and um, amongst the the rattlesnakes and the scorpions and the tarantulas and the spirits, the ancient ones and all of that. And it was really amazing. And, you know, at times it was scary as hell. And and, I would uh, imagine. I never knew where I was going. I never knew from day to day where I was going to sleep. You know, I knew yeah. I had my car, but I didn't know where I was going to park. So, so that yeah. just the whole idea was for me to develop a sense of trust and to and to just learn to trust, surrender, and let go is what you know spirit was telling me. And so, when okay. I retreated in the canyons and went deep, I discovered this profound silence in the canyons and tranquility. So I would hike by myself out into Boynton Canyon or Long Canyon or Secret Canyon or Schnebly Hill or go all over and find and search out the most exquisitely silent, tranquil places where I could sit and close my eyes and tune 
in, go deep inside, because that was spirit was telling me, go deep inside, go deep inside. All the books that I was reading by all the master teachers, you will find what you're searching for inside, right? So, mm-hmm. so I went deep inside in my meditation, and that's where things started to happen, you know? And yeah. I started, you know, activating my chakras and just going into that 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 stillness. That was really the portal, was the silence and the stillness. Okay. Okay, so and, can I just so interrupt? Can, can I just interrupt So, um, a couple things. One is, so when you're talking about having these transcendental experiences and shamanic visions and spirit talking to you, like to make that just a little bit more accessible for people, is that really like the gist of it? Is like to be still, to be silent, to go within, meaning like to focus your attention inward. And as you answer that, I want to ask you if you could um, move your mouth away from your mic just a little bit as you okay speak. sure how's that better that yes it's much better much better yeah okay. thank you so much yes well you do all those things plus you do i had more of a shamanic journey so i was also using you know plant medicines and things i was on a psychedelic journey and i write about this in my book in great detail of the crazy things i did back in those days mm-hmm. but uh, i was using you know plant medicines and other things, psychedelics, okay. to expand my awareness, to help me to tune in. Uh, oh. These were like sacred medicines coming to me in a very sacred way. And I share some of the ways how through synchronicity I was led to discover some of these things. It wasn't random because okay. I had something I had to discover. And these are very powerful plant allies and tools for us to utilize in a sacred way with super consciousness to help us right. to discover things about the true nature of reality. So I was here to unlock the doors into reality, into the higher realities. I felt maybe like some of you, uh, that I was always somewhat trapped here in the third dimension in this physical body spacesuit. And I felt felt stuck in matter sometimes. And there was a part of me that felt that I could manifest things much, much quicker. But because the way the world was, sometimes there was a lot of struggle and effort to get anything to happen, you know. And so I was always trying to access, you know, higher powers and Mm -hmm. higher frequencies and higher dimensions. So, so yes, I, in answer to your question, it wasn't just about sitting and meditating and all of a sudden you're going to hear the angels sing to you. You may, and that does happen to people, but I did that plus I did these other things and I used them consciously. And then, then I didn't use them anymore. Once the doorway was open, I didn't need them. So they just fell away. And now to this day, without any type of thing like that, I can still hear the angels singing to me in, in the, in my innermost ear, in my heart. In, in the inner quietest places within my mind, the angels are always there with me all the time, and I can hear the choirs, I can hear the grand symphonies of the higher oh celestial spheres, and that's that's the source of my inspiration for my music. So when you listen to my music, it's very orchestral and symphonic and has angelic choirs, and you can hear them. They're all there in their glory, and that's why people listen to my music often. You know, they report, <laughs> they see the angels, and they have all these miraculous things happen to them. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I can, I literally am getting the chills as you're talking about it. And it's just such a wonderful invitation. And I'm just like, really feeling into that connection, you know, the connection, not only that you have, and that you have cultivated, but like the potential for all of us to have that kind of connection to, you know, quote, unquote, the angels, like, is that something? Can you, do you have a sense about like, what is other people's access? What is my access? What is our you know, mm-hmm. listeners access? Like how, how do we access it? Right. Is it? Is it available to us or is that like, do we need to go on this kind of shamanic journey? 
you may have to. You may have to. You may have to leave everything behind and sell everything and go off, get a Volkswagen van and drive into the sunset. You may have to, but it's not necessary. <laughs> but that, that was just my what I what I have found on my journey is that, and when I talk to others and maybe you yourself and some people you know have been on similar journeys where we had to do like mm-hmm. an eat, pray, love kind of journey and go to Bali and go to Europe or do whatever you know, um, is that there's 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 kind of similar themes. That, that runs throughout all of our journeys because it's really archetypal. It's, it's the hero's journey. Okay. It's what Joseph Campbell called the hero's journey. Yeah. To find our true purpose. Who are we? Who are we? Yeah. What is our purpose? What is our mission? Why am I here? These are the biggest fucking questions you can oh, you can ask, right? And, you can, you and a lot of people it. don't ask the you you don't you know they don't ask they're afraid to ask the big questions. But once you go down on that quest, and it is a noble quest. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't take it. A lot of people want to play it safe and just get the nine to five, get plugged into structure and guarantees in life and all of that. That's yeah. not how I play. I've always been a free spirit and rebellious one. I could not, I cannot fit myself. I was like a round peg into a square hole with that kind of a yeah. life, and I never yeah, wanted it. Uh, I needed to feel the zest for life, the thrill of life, the inspiration, living in the moment more so, you know, mm-hmm. and tapping into that just that pure joy of living, yeah. and, and that's what expresses through my music and art. Um, that's right. But, no, and but yeah. I was going to say, you know, I think that for for some of us, the fear is, like, if I was to, to discover what my joy and zest in life is, then I would have to sacrifice things that I don't feel willing to sacrifice, things like being grounded or stable or secure or having a steady income or, you know, being able to be grounded in the world. And somehow that's one of the things that I really admire about you, Peter. We're talking with Peter Sterling here today. Um, one of the things that I really admire about you is that you both have this really, really high connection to this angelic realm and work with it and bring it through into your co-creation. And then you're also grounded and present and cultivating on the 3D level, making money and creating a you know, stable, beautiful home for yourself that I have indeed seen, even if you don't remember me being there, but I was there. And, um, and you know, you, you've somehow been able to bridge the two worlds. And I think, like, you know, I would love to ask you both, you know, in a personal and, uh, you know, for the for this show and the listeners, like, well, how, how do we do that? How do we bridge, you know, if we're going to go on this kind of vision quest and connect with, you know, plant medicine, the plant allies, and connecting with this, as you say, true nature of reality um, that goes beyond the nine to five, that goes beyond the security of a paycheck and medical insurance and a retirement plan. Like, how do we bring it into the security realm that we want as 3D humans? Mm, good question. Yeah. How do you take the leap of faith and follow yeah, that? Yeah. Well, what's worked for you? Yeah. Well, it wasn't easy. I don't think there's any easy way, easy formula. Uh, okay. Everybody has to find the entry portal by themselves. You know, I can show yeah. you what I did and point the way, but of course, um, you know, uh, everybody's own unique situation is different. I think that the first thing is is to get is to have that time to discover what it is that really makes your heart sing. You know, okay. and what is it that's really inside of you that wants to come out? Is it a book? Is it a song? 
Is it building a company? Is it a, you know, whatever it is, you got to find, is it to become a, a comic on the stages of Hollywood? Is that what you want to do? Is that where spirit is yeah. calling? Everybody's got to find it. And I, I noticed that with you, Jenna, you know, that was something with you that was cultivating was within your heart for a long time. It was kind of back there, I think. And it just got louder and it just want, it wanted to come out and you just had to surrender and say, I'm going to move forward and let this take me. And I've been watching you and you're having all these incredible experiences, right? And you're just like blown away. Yeah. This is even happening. Right. Yeah. So what a beautiful example and role model you have been for everybody. You're living in that in that freshness and you know, it's it's powerful. Right. It's potent. So, you know, it's like people have to take the leap. They have to get a little bit closer to the edge and you have to take a risk in life. You know, that's one of the things people look back on life and on their deathbed and they have regrets for things they didn't do. Not for what they did, but for what they didn't do, generally speaking. So you got to like see what is that thing? Like if I were to check out tomorrow and that's why I love how the Buddhists live in the Dalai Lama, you know, I live like, you know, my my death could be tomorrow. You know, you never know. That's right. So there is an urgency. And so that's right. Go ahead. Yeah, and for for me specifically, to add to what you're saying there, is like the the loss of both of my parents was like, you know, essentially the loss of my parents. My dad's still alive, but he's on hospice, and so he's at the end of his life, and just, you know, the passing of my mom, that like that, that being confronted with the reality of death, it's like we all know that death is real on one level, but really sitting with it, sitting with my own mortality really did um, compel me to go after this dream. Like, you know, I would hear myself going, oh, I I can't do comedy. I can't, you know, like I couldn't, I could never. But then I realized like, no, my parents couldn't, but I could, I just would have to take some bold moves and um, risk quite a bit, risk quite a bit of my you know, my sense of myself and my ego and the possibility of failure and looking bad and things like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's a wonderful meditation to sit with the, the truth, the reality, the true nature that this body is going to, you know, not, it's not permanent. We're not here permanently. And to say this actually does really matter to ask these kinds of questions that you're talking about here, Peter, like what is my true calling? bring, Bring my joy while I'm still here. Yeah, and and one of the quotes that comes to mind right now is a famous quote from Goethe, or Goethe, however you pronounce it. It's, um, whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it now. Boldness Mm -hmm. has power and magic in it. All sorts of unforeseen Mm. events and circumstances will miraculously appear to help you achieve your goal and all you have to do is take the first step on that journey be courageous oh enough oh my gosh that's to take so the first beautiful. step and to give it all up oh my god and to, and to embark on your hero's journey oh you my will god, not that's regret so great. it you will not regret it that's right i'm gonna i'm gonna that's so true that's really been my experience as well and now i'm gonna quote a friend of mine who says a, a much shorter version of that, but it's essentially the same thing, which is um, the the universe favors the bold, or wait, shit, now I'm messing up the, the quote, but it's mm-hmm. um, something like that. The universe favors the bold. Or the bold yeah. Anyway, that's my friend, yeah. Aristotle, and he has yeah, a and I, called the Karma and Foundation. Uh, well, 
Right. And going along with that, I just put a post on my Facebook page a couple of days ago. It shows an image of a of a woman actually doing kind of a karate kick and busting through a brick wall for breakthrough. Right. And this just came to me. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this. And, you know, and I, I said how the path of least resistance does not always get us to our desired destination. Mm-hmm. Not always. And sometimes breakthrough. And transformation requires courage and will and strength and conviction. That's right. You know, and Absolutely. calling on a higher power to help you make it over that last that last hill to your destination. So I yeah. think sometimes what I realize is some people, especially in our New Age movement and in our spiritual communities, they think the path of least resistance, the easy way, is how mm-hmm. you get to your goals. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a blend, you know, it's how you put heavenly and earthly together, right? So, so I that's think what so. ancient Chinese, the Taoists tapped into that flow that flows through everything, the Tao, you know, right. and in Star Wars, it was the Force. So, so mm-hmm. we can tap into that timeless essence, that eternal essence of the presence, of just that pure presence of God consciousness, whatever you want to call it, and then mm-hmm. bring that into everything we do. Allow that to infuse and impregnate everything we do. Allow that to inspire us to create, right. to dream big, and to bring forth our dreams and visions in a big way, and to be bold and courageous. Yes, uh, and, and learn how to flow because there is a flow to it. It's not that's from right. point A to point B. It's not like okay, I want to be a best-selling author. I'm just going to write this book and I'm going to try this, and if and all of a sudden I'm going to be best-selling author. It doesn't always happen like that. Sometimes it doesn't, but it can. Gotta, it can. It can. It can. I mean, I'm a best-selling author now, and it happened with a lot of grace. It was a real. It was an invitation. Well, I know that's what you said about. Like yeah. <laughs> And me too, my, my really first hard. album I recorded after 10 months, and it went to, like, number one, and it received a national award back in the 90s. So I had, right. like, a Cinderella story. It can happen. But then there it were can. challenges to come after that, you know? Yes. And there so are challenges that come with it, for sure, and I think we have to be willing to be that boldness and to be vulnerable and to put ourselves out there and to face what comes up mm-hmm. with the potential of being seen or what comes up with the potential of failure or what comes up inside of us, just the fears that like, if we're wanting to grow and to live a bigger life, that there are inevitably fears that will come up and, and challenges around us too. So yeah, I love how you said it's a blend. It's like taking risks, being bold, getting clear and then letting the flow happen too. Right. You have to be a warrior. So as soon as you receive the vision and you see what it is you want to manifest, Okay. You know, as I was saying, unseen forces will come to assist us, but you're also going to, there's going to be unseen challenges that will come to test our condition. We will be tested along the way for that ultimate success, I think. So, okay. so we have to, you know, summon the warrior spirit within us too. So that's mm-hmm. why I love practicing my yoga and doing warrior position, warrior one, warrior two, and the vinyasas because mm-hmm. I tap into those eternal postures, which bring strength to the spirit. You know, right. and I love my yoga because it helps me to, to move forward in the world. Um, but yeah, tapping into that inner world to move forward. Now you were talking earlier, but how do you connect with the angels? I just wanted to just answer your question originally. So how do I connect with my angels? Right. I'm not, I don't, you don't have to like take drugs in order, you know, psychedelics or eat plant medicine to see angels, although you could, but Mm -hmm. one of the, what I tell people often and what the angels did is they gave me my music, my harp music is a tool for connecting with the angels. So this mm-hmm. is not a, a promo here to buy my music. You could just come to my website and listen to the samples or listen 
type me in Pandora and listen to my channel. Um, but um, my music, if you listen to my music, like The Angel's Gift or Out of the Blue, some of them that are more really angelic and celestial, they will create a vibration in you. They will open your heart, and there's a resonant energy field that will shift your vibration and bring you into a more rarefied state and mm. where you can access these energies. So that really works great. And also what I like to do is, you know, as we, we go on this journey, we've been talking, you can call on your celestial helpers, your angelic guides. I think it's known that we all have angels around us. Everybody would probably say that, you know, we have at least one guardian angel with us, and that seems to be true. And mm -hmm. so we, we do have some helpers. So we do have the ability to call on a higher power. You can call on your angels, or you can call on God, or Jesus, or Buddha, whatever it is for you. But there are specific ministering angels, perhaps, that are with you, that, that are here to help you achieve your dreams, to help oh. you live a, a God-conscious, self-realized life to help you achieve that that's their goal is to help you get connected that's how what they did for me so you can call on them start to develop a relationship with these celestial beings thank you we're not we don't live alone in isolation in this world there are there are other beings around us so we okay. can call on them they worked for me i just called on my angels with my heart i opened my heart i i just called to them i said angels you know Fun. And and they feel that that vibration, that pure love vibration. That's where they hang out. So you tap into that. Ask them to come. And what I would often do is, like especially at nighttime when you're when you're laying in bed, and to um, you know look out in the dark room and and tune into your peripheral vision. Call them in with your heart. Say, angels, show me that you're here. Show me, appear to me. You know, and and then you'll start to see like twinkly lights perhaps out of the corner of your eye. Mm -hmm. And just and just look out into the space in front of you, and you start to see trailers. This is how it works for me. And I can see them flying around me all the time. And they create oh beautiful God. patterns. Sometimes I see them create, like, heart-shaped patterns, just telling me, we love you, you know. I'm like, oh, it's the sweetest thing you've ever seen. Wow, Peter Sterling, ladies. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's so exciting. I'm going to take, take your uh, baton and run with it, and I, I'm going to do that. You know, after the show, I'm going to take some time and, and sit with that and, and invite the angels to come in and be present with me and reveal themselves and, and work through my life and continue nice. to guide me in, in my journey because I know there's plenty of times where I would love some more assistance. So thank you for that invitation. It's really clear Absolutely. and exciting, Absolutely. man. Really freaking yeah. awesome. And you spoke about, you know, working with plant medicines and brought up the word drugs. And I'd like to move in the conversation into talking about, I know you're working with CBD oil and you found a lot of success and a lot of healing with that. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who have concerns about it and a lot of people who are very interested and there's mm -hmm. a lot of science and research being developed now. So can you tell us about your experience of working with the CBD oil, why you're working with it? Is that something the angels brought to you? Or, you know, what, give us some information about your experience and interest in that. Right. Well, um, as a matter of fact, well, what happened to me was uh, I, I started working with, you know, trying CBD a few years ago, but a couple of years ago an opportunity an opportunity came to me to to try a very unique hemp oil, a CBD oil. And okay. and so it really had a big impact on me. I ended up joining up with this company who is bringing like an amazing innovative CBD oil 
to the world. And, and I didn't know anything about how it worked in, in, in the body. So as I got started with this, I started to learn about the endocannabinoid system in the body. It turns out that we have a system in our body that produces endogenous cannabinoids. Endogenous means made by the body that are virtually identical to the cannabinoids, the phytocannabinoids that come from the hemp plant, the cannabis plant. So what all the research shows is that we have a very unique synergistic relationship with this plant. As it turns out, the highest amount of receptors on our cells, we have receptor sites for chemicals, plant chemicals, compounds that, that, that turn on these switches on our cells. So the highest group of receptors we have in our body, as it turns out, is for cannabinoids. It's very, very interesting. So this long, long history, it turns out 30 years ago, Dr. Raphael Meshulam in Israel, he discovered the endocannabinoid system, which he may be up for a Nobel Peace Prize eventually, we're hoping. hoping. Uh, turns out the endocannabinoid system through research shows that this is the master system for controlling homeostasis, bringing all of the body systems into perfect balance. Mm-hmm. So bringing the respiratory system, digestive system, nervous system, uh, circulatory system, all into perfect balance. It, it also controls and modulates appetite, mood, reproductive health, digestion, all of these different things. It's amazing. So, so what I learned was when you take hemp oil or CBD, it turns on the system, which research is showing us also that some people are deficient in these naturally occurring uh, ca- cannabinoids in food like in the, or that our body makes. To deal with inflammation, people are deficient because of all the stressors on our life right now, toxins mm-hmm. in the environment, glyphosate in the food, chemtrail, all of these things are suppressing our immune system. Uh, and that's why we see this great outbreak of cancer and, and degenerative diseases coming at us everywhere now. It's pretty right. pretty close. The statistics show that we're going to get one of those at some point in our life, right? And right. so... So this is a solution. So this is like a major discovery. You take this oil and it, it turns on your internal endocannabinoid system, which brings you into homeostasis. And for some people, they feel balanced for the first time in their life. And, and then the symptoms disappear that they've been struggling with for decades. Sometimes in minutes, I've seen this oil change people's lives. So it's extraordinarily powerful. And also what I learned was that when you turn on the ECS, the endocannabinoid system, it starts to secrete one of the, the first endogenous cannabinoid or cannabinoid discovered by Dr. Raphael Meshulam is he, he calls anandamide. So we make this, it's kind of like an endorphin. And so when we do certain activities like share warm embrace with a loved one, make love, play music perhaps, um, do yoga, mantra, meditation, certain activities create that that, that yummy, blissful feeling that we all love so much in our body, right? And we go right. into that kind of ecstasy. That's, right. that's an internal biochemistry release of the anandamide. So when you take the oil, turns on oh. your ECS, and you start to secrete more anandamide into the bloodstream, goes into the brain, and it just creates this incredible mood-elevating effect. That's why people take this oil and they get off of their antidepressants. You don't need prescription drugs if you take... This oil, I've seen it happen many times. I don't see those types of effects with so many of the other oils that are out there. Some of them do, but this one, what we have with the Prime My Body, is extraordinarily 
uh, powerful. And I've, I've witnessed many, many miracles with this oil. So Wait, you've, one of the greatest... Go ahead. Peter, you, you've literally seen people get off of antidepressants using this oil? Yes, I have. I have. I've seen them give up their medications. Now, we're not allowed to make any health claims here. Uh, I I'm just asking like, you what you've uh, seen. <laughs> you can say well, that. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Just let me explain to people that I cannot, I cannot say this oil healed cancer or anything like that, uh, okay. because then I would get in trouble by the FDA and they would come after me, uh, uh, and that would create all sorts of problems. But what we can yeah. do is I've seen incredible. I'll try to talk around it. If if anybody wants to talk to me personally in our private conversation, we could talk further. But out here on the radio, we have to be careful of what we say. Um, but I have seen tremendous uh, transformation, sometimes within minutes, with pain and inflammation, okay. with uh, mood, with mental clarity, with um, sleep, mm-hmm. um, with um, overall energy and feelings of wellness. Uh, I've seen many, many, I've given it to children, and I've seen some of the most devastating medical conditions that we know children are dealing with today that leave them incapacitated in many ways and and you know they get they have these shaking episodes right uh, mm-hmm. and that just disappears immediately I've mm-hmm. seen it many many times do you mean seizures even You're my talking about, yeah talking about exactly and, okay. and mm-hmm. so yeah and then I've seen like for instance my my sister-in-law was getting ready to go in for a major operation on her feminine parts. Very, very common that women do. They get yeah. parts taken out, right? right. Uh, and she was scheduled for the surgery. And she got on this oil, and within two weeks, all the symptoms disappeared, and she did not have to have the surgery. Nice. Okay, so that kind of thing that was your amazing sister. what it does. It's the real yeah. deal, yeah. This, this oil, what makes it so different than any other oil is it's, it's liposomal, it's nano emulsion liposomal by a world mm-hmm. famous scientist and it, it just we have these incredible absorption rates. So even a small amount we're getting up to like ninety percent absorption into the blood and it comes on really quick. So I love this oil because I squirt it in people's mouth and within two to three minutes they feel it in their brain and they go, There's a zing that happens. People go, Woo and a smile comes to their face. I feel that yeah you know not everybody gets it like that some people do some people takes a little bit longer it all depends on your biochemistry and what's going on to you what what's really interesting that i learned jen about cbd is it's, it's an adaptogen which means that it has an innate intelligence in this plant molecule that when it gets in your body it evaluates the situation of your nervous system of your biochemistry of what's going on and it knows what to do uh, it's a sacred plant medicine that has an intelligence. So you just take it okay. and you open up. You open up to receive the healing, the, the blessing of this oil, and just open to receive. And it just works on you individually. You know, okay. if you've ever done plant medicine, that's kind of how it works. Everybody has their own unique experience with it. So okay. it's really magical, and it works very quickly and dramatically and miraculously in some people. So uh, I love to say if you if you are... Uh, uh, or you know somebody who's struggling with a health condition and yeah. they're not having any results with their prescription drugs and it's getting worse and they live in misery or whatever, please check this out. And, and what's really cool is I just got back from Mexico with the top people in this company. I'm one of the top people. And they just revealed to us that there is some 
revolutionary new uh, products that are coming in this genre of what we're talking about here that I have to be very careful with what I say because it's not public information yet, but it's really, really exciting what's happening in cannabis science. So there's going to be, you know, we're dialing into specific cannabinoid profiles now and blends and terpenes and all of this to get particular responses. And we have on our, in our company, we have Dr. Ron, who's a very famous integrative medical doctor who's doing brain scans before and after. So take the oil 24, do a brain scan, baseline, no oil, see what the brain, give the oil 24 hours later, look at the brain again. That's what we have Mm -hmm. and what we're doing in our company now. And boy, wait till you see this. It's amazing what's being shown. So we've got new clinical studies that are underway to show the efficacy of this particular oil on particular medical conditions. So that's really exciting uh, things that are coming. So um, so exciting. So well, uh, you and really I cool. actually, yeah, you and I actually just had a conversation before the show about, about the CBD oil, and I was so inspired. And you also are, are working directly with um, a girlfriend of mine named Patty Yu, goes by Patty Universe now, and she, she's mm-hmm. also one of the top people in the company, and you just inspired she me. Is. Yeah, you just you well, you both be like the the lives that you're living and the the benefit you're mm-hmm. both receiving. I know her mom had a tremendous um, health breakthrough and healing that came from this prime my body um, CBD yep. oil, and so I just signed up before um, our call as well, and so now I'm on your team because I'm like I want to play with you guys and um, experience the oil, yeah. and, um, and uh, also you know benefit people around me. Now, can I ask you something specifically about, you know, something you're saying, you know, if somebody's having a health condition that they're not improving, mm-hmm. um, that the right. CBD oil can help? Because, you know, I have to imagine that I'm not the only one having this experience, but I really wanted to give um, CBD oil to my dad. My dad, who I said earlier, is on hospice. He has two degenerative diseases, which has been super heartbreaking to watch one physical and one mental and he's just getting worse and worse and he's in you know a relatively stable place and relatively comfortable with all these different pharmaceuticals that he's taking but the plan is that he'll continue to take pharmaceuticals until he degenerates and suffocates mm-hmm. to death which is right. horrible needless to say so i How talked to him my dad is 74 right now Oh, he's still a young man. He's still a young man. That's what they say, but he looks like he's about 104. So, I mean, that's not Mm -hmm. exactly true. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but maybe he looks like he's 94. But um, he, you know, I talked to his doctor about having him, because I keep hearing about all these benefits of CBD oil from people like you and Patty and other people as well, saying, you know, these healing benefits. And um, I talked to my dad's medical doctor about, him taking CBD oil to see how it could benefit his health. And the doctor was like kind of right away coming back with this really succinct medical kind of answer, which was that there isn't enough research to show that that CBD A could help him and B would not be a negative counteracting, act, counteracting with the, all the pharmaceuticals that he's taking and it's so frustrating for me for so many reasons, you know, obvious reasons. One is that this, it seems like if there's, you know, the research is kind of new. So like, 
you know, maybe it's too soon and probably my dad's going to die before the research says, yeah, that would have helped him. Um, and so it kind of just ties my hands to say, well, what else can I do? And like, how do we know if people's doctors are saying we don't have enough research to know if this is going to help you or if it's going to cause something bad, mm. you know? What oh, is, well, so what I would do that? in that case is, you know, if, if somebody's under the doctor's care, I would certainly ask the doctor if it's all right for them to take CBD. Uh, as far as what he's saying, he's just not educated, as most doctors are not. They She's do a not woman, teach by the way. <laughs> CBD in medical school. They, the doctor's a woman. They do I not teach you, Peter. What's that? He said the doctor's Anna? a woman. The doctor's a woman. I have to interrupt you. All right. So, but, but they they don't. Even though the discovery of the endocannabinoid system happened 30 years ago, and some doctors feel this is the greatest medical discovery in the last 30 years, they still do not teach it in medical school. And it's right. the master system for bringing us into homeostasis. Okay. So there is. They don't want you to know about this. So mainstream, you know, right. doctors still don't know about it. They're they're coming in slowly. Uh, as the research is booming now, there's uh, PubMed, um, uh, PubMed.gov. Uh, it's a clearinghouse for all the medical research on cannabis. You can go there and search any medical condition uh, with CBD and look at the research yourself from all over the world. So I think okay. there's, uh, there's got to be 25,000 or 50,000 articles from all over the world about okay. clinical, deep scientific method studies on what this does. So we do okay. have validation, okay? It is, and, and now it is a revolution that is occurring. Um, so, so what I like to do to people is if, what I tell people, if there's a certain condition they're dealing with, just Google right. it. Google the name, you know, like diabetes and CBD or uh, cancer and CBD and see what you find. It's a treasure trove of information okay. there and more and more okay. every day. So that argument really doesn't stick. Um, what I would do generally with CBD, there's no contraindication with any medical prescription drugs. What there is one condition seems to be generally agreed upon. If they're on any type of a blood thinner, then uh -huh. you want to ask your doctor, okay, if you can take it because it, if, with blood thinners, CBD actually is a blood thinner a bit as well. So you might be you might thin the blood too much or something to this nature so you want to ask about that but that's the only thing so okay so i've seen people personally taking three prescription drugs for for physical mental conditions and with this oil within a week two weeks three weeks they're off all prescription drugs and they have been taking them for 10 years every day so awesome, man. So exciting. So, yeah. so very cool. Yeah. I will take your advice on that. You said PubMed, like public medical kind of, like pub. P yep, publicmedical.gov. Uh-huh. Oh, .gov. Yep, okay, another one that I like down. is uh, leafy, leafy.com. Leafy.com has a lot. I think it's L-E-A-F-Y.com. Okay. Leafy. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, there's a lot of great stuff there, but the point being is that there's tons and tons of medical research showing the efficacy of CBD cannabidiol on specific medical conditions, even cancer. You can you can yeah. you can go on YouTube and you can see a video done in Spain, very famous research, show, actually shows cancer being destroyed by CBDs. What happens when CBD cannabidiol encounters a cancer cell? It triggers apoptosis in cancer cells, which is where the cancer cell collapses upon itself, and then it's destroyed. Beautiful. 
So this is Beautiful. the best way, right? So, so exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. So, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on, you know, you joined our team. I just got back from Mexico. This company is amazing. Such an incredible tribe of people. So many of our friends. We have best mm. New York Times bestselling authors. We have Grammy-nominated musicians. We have some of the coolest people. It's such a cool tribe, such a heart tribe. And we're all on this incredible mission to bring this sacred healing oil to the world. And we're, we're just rolling out internationally. So it's a really great time to come in. And, and now you've, you've joined our team, Jenna. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So I would suggest if there's any listeners that want to join this party with us, get in the cannabis industry. It's 39 bucks to get your membership right. and you're in business. That gives you the opportunity <laughs> to get the, you know, the products for wholesale and refer other people and make commissions. If you're looking for something in your life to bring in new energy, new relationships, new fun, new community, definitely check this out. Jen has been watching for a while and now yeah. she's ready to, to join in the fun with us. And so, Jenna, I would say, why don't you give people your link? Just tell them, you know, where to go right now if they want to get involved and join the fun with us. Oh, my God. You know? Thank you so much. What a great opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, I just did literally sign up before the call. Um, and, and it is something that I've been researching for at least a couple of years on my own as well. It wasn't just um, a spur-of-the-moment kind of thing. And I am, you know, outside of... The, the call um, connected with Peter as well as um, our mutual friend, Patty. And yeah, so my link specifically, if you guys want to sign up too and um, join the team and um, get your own oils and get your family members on the oils, my, my link is Jenna G and I spelled it J-E-N-N-A, my first name, and then G G E E dot prime my body dot com i'll say that one more time jenna g g e e dot prime my body dot com and that's where you can sign up or um get the oils as well is that right peter yes yep they can see all the products and order the oil and try it for themselves and or join the team however however they want to play with us there's a lot of people ways for people <laughs> to interface with what we're doing here so so damn yeah. cool, man. So damn cool. I appreciate it so much. We have just a few minutes left here in the show and just wanting to check in with you one more time and our listeners and um, remind everybody you're listening to uh, the Hypnotic Comic Live radio show. We're talking to our beautiful, brilliant in just about every way that I can think of, Peter Sterling, the heart. Mm, Harp, harp Master, uh, you can find his music uh, at harpmagic.com. That's H-A-R-P, magic, M-A-G-I-C.com um, to get more information about him or the music that he's been creating with the Angels for how long now, 28 years? 28 years. I just wanted to say that my new album, Magic Kingdom, uh, right now, it's already won. It won two global music awards: a, a bronze and a silver for a new age album and new age song. It's up for four global peace songs award right now in four different categories: new age, world music, jazz, and acoustic contemporary music. And and it's also a finalist in the ZMR awards, which are for the top 100 of radio play around the world. The album went to number three on the top 100 last uh, November. So. It's, people you. love it, and it came to me, you know, the original inspiration was from the total solar eclipse we had in 2017, and I was here in Sedona and I had this whole experience, and I went into my recording studio, and this music just, the music said, you know, it's like a, a portal opened up in the sun, 
So I sat at my piano keyboard and this music just poured through me for I played for about an hour or so. And and then over yeah. the next year, I orchestrated and arranged and brought in other musicians to flesh it out and and then whittled it down to the eight best best tracks. And uh, it's called Magic Kingdom. And it really takes you through the sun into the golden light, into the Magic Kingdom. I hope everybody can get a chance to hear it. If you go to YouTube, there's a great little album preview with some great visuals that I made. You can see it and listen to it there as well. And that's on, that's on my website. Just go to harpmagic.com, H-A-R-P. M-A-G-I-C dot com and you can check everything out there. And also see my stained glass art. I've got my art galleries on the website too. And Beautiful. and my tour information is there as well. Nice. I see that tab at the top that says tours and, and as well as art. I'm going to check those out too yeah. as we get off the, yeah. uh, the show here. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Peter Sterling, you are really an exceptional human on this planet. We're super grateful for you to bringing, be bringing in the medicine of the angels and the medicine of the earth and the plants and your heart and bright soul. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I am Jenna Grayson, your hostess on this journey with uh, this radio program. You can find us on iTunes as well as Google Play and iHeartRadio. This is this show is being brought to us by BBS uh, BBS Radio's great thanks to our show producer Doug and his beautiful twin brother Don the magic makers in this world. We're so excited and grateful to be a part of the show. And we will be broadcasting live once again next Monday at noon Pacific Standard Time as an international show. So you might have to do a little math or a little Googling to find out what time that is in your local area. But then it is uh, rebroadcast as a podcast on iTunes and a few other places as well. So thank you all so much for joining us. I am so grateful and graced and grateful to to be in this journey with you. So thank you so much. Deep bows to you all and talk to you soon.